0: Lord, hallelujah! Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. We thank God for for Amen. our audience today and those that are in the sanctuary. We ask that God would bless this uh, time of study. That He would bless our, uh, our our minds and our ears to hear and receive the Word of God. Amen. 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 I'm I'm a uh, Anthony and this is my wife Brenda and we're here at Pine View Church if you happen to be tuning in on uh, social media. We have Bible studies on every Wednesday night. We have different teachers covering different subjects and it is quite interesting. Today we will be talking about spiritual transformation.
1: Okay, hey, so today our lesson is transformation through patience. So the reason we chose this topic, I'll give you a little testimony. So on uh March 4th, I was driving down the street, and then uh I was in the left turn lane, and a car came up and hit me. So uh, we called the police and um made the report and everything like that. Then we wanted to pick up a rental car We went to the rent-a-car place, and the people were off the chain. So there was a lot of people there. First of all, we couldn't find a rental car anywhere locally, so we had to go to the airport. Then after getting to the airport, there were people there that was just so upset and so irate about things that, you know, could have been settled differently so and then as we were standing there so then the whole day just seemed like it kept trying our patience right just kept trying our patience so um my husband says in your soul possess your patience and so i was like that's not how the scripture goes and so he was like and so we pulled the scripture up and then so then we started studying right there while we were in line right So that's how this whole lesson came about because we recognize that in this day that we're living in, we need to be more tolerant of each other. We need need to be more kind. We need to be more patient with each other.
0: Yeah, and patience in the Bible, the Greek for patience is defined as steadfast, consistency, endurance, The characteristics of a man who is not swerved from a deliberate purpose and his loyalty to faith and piety, even the greatest trials and suffering. So, you know, sometimes we look at patience as a passive word, you know, well, I'm patiently waiting and patience. What I'm getting out of it, if you know what your purpose is, if you're if you're established, patience helps establish you in the things of God. You're not shaken by the trials and the sufferings and the tribulations that come through life. Because believe you me, we all are gonna have situations, trials, sufferings, but it's how we endure. It is so where it says in uh, I believe it's in first or second Peter, it says, "Our patience, tribulation, work of patience." back in the day, the saints say, "Oh, don't, play, don't pray for patience because you won't have trouble when you pray for patience." But actually, our, when we go through trouble, we employ patience. <laughs> we put it to work for us, because we're not defeated because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. See, when we know who we are, we can be established. And when we face a trial, when we go through uh, uh, a suffering, it's not that these things don't come, it's how do you set your mind when you go through. Now, I'm of an older age now, I'm not saying I'm old. But when I feel things in my body, it's not like it was when I was a younger man. And I have to endure those things. But what's my mindset? My mindset is still that 30-year-old man, you know, that I can do, you know, all this other stuff. But my body is telling me something different. So I use wisdom, which comes from God. Because using the patience, using the steadfast and steadfast being loyal to what I'm called to do or what I, whatever situation I'm going through, I, I recognize that I know who I am. I am a child of God. I am the righteousness of God. I've been bought by the blood of Jesus. I stand firm on this. By this stripes, I, I was healed, not that I'm gonna be healed, I walk into the tent that has already been done, even though I might not see the manifestation of it at that particular time. My faith, I employ the patience to stand steadfast and to endure. So I try to apply this principle to life. Uh, We were having trouble getting our computers up today, and my wife said, well, Brandon doesn't have the slides up yet, what are we gonna do? I said, well, what can we do? Go old school. We'll go old school. We used to teach Bible classes with the Bible and, and, notes. and notes. And that was it, we didn't have that. But because what's in us is what is gonna come out of us, I rest in the fact that patiently we will endure, not having our laptops and (laughs) and all this information ahead of us. So Brenda, go ahead.
1: All right. Okay, so transformation in any form starts in the sense realm. The things we see, hear, and believe. So just like that day, everything we see, everything we saw, everything we heard, everything from our beliefs, it was creating an atmosphere for us. So What we see, believe, creates our thoughts and propels us to act on what we see, hear, and believe. So, every day that we're in this world, we're constantly seeing things, we're constantly um, uh, hearing things. uh, And if you listen, so much so, to the news, then you will be bombarded by everything that's going on in this world. And it's going to create a belief for you. It will even create a fear for you if you allow it to. So there are certain things, just as being servants of God, that we have to make sure we're guarding our eye gates, we're guarding our ear gates, we're guarding, the Bible tells us, to guard our heart and to not allow those things to come in, all right? So now, patience, he read you the Greek um, definition of patience. This is Webster's definition. It says, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Those are the difficult ones for us, isn't it? Yeah, so I mean, you know, this is such a great lesson for all of us, right? Oh, my goodness. This is such a great lesson for us all, because when 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 suffering comes or when things come, sometimes you just you just want to explode. And if sometimes it even feels better to to do that than to just, you know, let it ride. So, I mean, you know, even if I look at my day today. My day starts very early, and then I teach all day, and then after, then I go to the after school program, and then I just keep, keep, just keep going, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes all of that can become overwhelming, but the thing of it is is that we have to, as my husband says, employ our patience through our faith, all right? Wait, oh, so this little slide it just says you can find bargains if you have the patience to sift through the drugs. So now that's even in life. So we can find we can find good things if we are willing to endure those things that are not so good. You know, so we can find some good things in just living and just walking in patience. Let's look and define the words that are in the definition of patience. The words we want to look at are tolerate, delay, trouble, and suffering. The word tolerate means to allow the existence of a thing, an occurrence or or a patience of something that one does not necessarily like or agree with, without interference. So when we're living in society and we see things happen, sometimes, you know, um, I can remember um, a time my husband and I were on vacation and um, the, the bathroom was closed and locked. And so it had been locked probably for about 10 or 15 minutes. And so then the man came over to talk to me and he said, well, how long has the bathroom been locked? And then I told him about 10 or 15 minutes. There was a lady standing right next to me and she said, no, it's, no it hasn't. She's like, it's only been locked about five minutes. And I'm like, who are you and where did you come from? I've been standing here. And so it's almost like she wanted to engage me in an argument and I just said, no, we're not doing this. And I just, I really, literally just let it go. So that's the thing that we have to learn to tolerate, you know, one another, even when uh, it says, with with or without interference, you know, so we have to learn to just sometimes, you know, um, not, not so much agree with that individual, but sometimes just tolerate that individual to a point to say, you know, okay, I know exactly what's going on, but if this is what they're saying is going on, They have a perception as well, and that's how they view it. So sometimes, you know, you just kind of have to let that ride. And then that's when you allow the Holy Spirit to take over. And when the Holy Spirit takes over, then the Holy Spirit reveals what is right. Amen.
0: Amen. And we call that having spiritual awareness. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit comes to lead and guide us in the all truth. And sometimes when a situation is happening, like there was a spirit behind what she was going through dealing with uh, the lady. And so what was the spirit trying to do? So we don't necessarily have to react to every dog that's barking. Right. You know, I I believe it's always good to assess the situation before you make a move or a decision. Mm -hmm. And also, saints, we don't always have to be right. This is true. A lot of us, always like to be right don't they? Oh, yeah.
1: I love being right
0: <laughs> so and, and, and with that what I mean is allow a person is looking at a situation differently than you are they're looking at it based on the things which she mentioned before the things they see see hear believe and put before their eye gates and their ear gates so now you're dealing with a situation where they feel that they're right in what they believe. And you have to allow them to function that way and you don't have to react to it. Even though you may know something completely different. With love and kindness have I drawn you. What, what did the old folks say? You can get more bees with uh, honey. honey. <laughs> the vinegar, right? <laughs>
1: The word delay makes someone or something late or slow. So um, uh, that's another um, attribute of patience. And then trouble, difficulty or problems. Public unrest or disorder. And I found, found that interesting when it said public unrest or disorder. This is this is uh, part of what patience is. You know, we see a lot of public unrest, we see a lot of disorderly conduct right now. Every man is right in his own eyes, you know, this is what we're seeing this day and time. And then finally, suffering, the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. So all of these are attributes of patience, okay? So now, it's important to be patient in these last days, all right? It is so important for us to show the world what Christ looked like in these last days. It is it is vitally important for us to, you know, if we have to take a lower seat than do us, amen. You know, because as I said, the Holy Spirit will reveal all. So, uh, but it's really important for us to um, show patience in these last days first scripture we want to look at is Romans 15 and 5. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus. So the scripture is admon- admonishing us to be kind toward one another, to be patient and to comfort one another, and to be like-minded toward one another uh, according to Christ Jesus. And the next scripture, were you looking up the scripture? Did yeah, you I want know. to say something on it? Romans 15 and 5.
0: Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. And I'd like to add this, that you may be with one mind mm-hmm. and one mouth mm-hmm. glorifying God even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ has also received us unto the glory of God. He's, the book of Romans is not written to unbelievers, to them that be called saints in Rome. Mm -hmm. And most of the people, when you see in the headings of most study Bibles, It'll tell you, you know, who he's writing, who he's talking to, so you can get the context. So most of these people went through an Acts 2:38 experience mm-hmm. that he's talking to, and when he's telling them to believe and you'll be saved, that is salvation is not just a one-time being born again, but salvation actually means to be delivered. Mm-hmm and an ongoing process. So through our faith and believing what God says, it continues to cause us to mature. And one of the weapons in our warfare, like we talked about in maturing is employing patience.
1: So I was looking, um, At a movie, and I heard this quote, and I thought it was befitting to put in. It says, we shall pass this way but once. Any kindness that we can do, let it be now. Let it be now. Let it be now. And that's so important because, you know, a lot of times, um, uh, you know, if it doesn't concern us, you know, we want to just... Hey, that's not mine, I'm not dealing with that. You know, it's like all those people that passed by the Good Samaritan. But then that one, he paid his way, right? So we have to make sure that we're that person that can help because we all have the capacity to help in some kind of a way. We all do, even if it's just a kind word. You know, we have that capacity within us to help. So I just wanted to put that slide in. As I spoke earlier, we are in the last days. So this is a prediction that Jesus predicted at the destruction of the temple. And we wanted to kind of use this, this, this scripture just to kind of hone in on our point about patience. So we'll read the whole thing, and then we'll come back and expound on it a little bit. Luke 21 and 5, then as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, These which you see, the the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And, and he said, he meaning Jesus, okay? Said, take heed that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am he. The time has drawn near, therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first, but the end will not be come immediately. Then he said to them, Jesus, nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilence, and there will be fearful sights and great signs in heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you. Delivering you up to the synagogue and prisons, you will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for a testimony. Verse 14, therefore settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brethren, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all for my namesake. But not a hair on your head shall be lost, but your patience, by your patience Possess your souls. So now this is a prediction. From Jesus in the last days. As to what we can expect to happen. Alright. So. Okay go ahead. Verse 14
0: of that. It says settle it therefore. Mm -hmm. In your hearts. Not to meditate. Before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth. And wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Amen. That is God wants us to depend on him.
1: Amen.
0: The things that you put in you, it's usually what's gonna come out of you. Right. You know the toe tests. Oh yeah, the toe tests. The toe tests. In the middle of the night. Some of us have to get up and, you know, make a run, right?
1: And the lights are out.
0: And the lights are out. And so when you're stumbling around in the dark and you stub your toe on something.
1: Whatever's in there.
0: Whatever's in you is going to come out out of you. (laughs) Right? Without reserve. Without, you know, there's no time to meditate on, well, what am I going to say? Am I going to call on Jesus? Or... You know, what am I going to do?
1: It's just going to come out. It's
0: just going to come out. Mm-hmm. And usually for me, now this is not saying I'm some kind of special person or anything, but I wind up just speaking in tongues.
1: Waking me up.
0: Because this, be, <laughs> this will be the thing that, that comes out of me. Because, you know, what I want to deposit in me is the word of God. Mm-hmm. So when the time comes, that will be my... My natural reaction, which is actually the supernatural reaction. We're 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 we're, we're spiritual beings living in a natural world, Amen. in the natural bodies, but we're connected to a supernatural God. Amen. And if God is in us, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. 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 So how how do you? How do you deposit in yourself these this richness that God has so freely given us by studying his word, by prayer, by communication with other like minded believers, keeping yourself, you know, connected in with the body of Christ. So when these things happen, when you have your tote test, what's in you will come out of you. In the world, said in the world, we always say, "You rise to the level of your training." We're chaplains, right? So when something happens, you know, like an emergency, uh, an accident out on the road, we already know how to assist first responders, those kind of things, because we've been trained to it. We don't have to think about it. So in spiritual transformation. Through patience and that development you you impact in yourself what you need to pull on and this is what Jesus was talking about he said don't worry you know I will give you Jesus has been made wisdom to us mm-hmm. he said if any man lack wisdom do what let him, let him ask God mm-hmm. right so that, that there it goes right back you gotta know who you are mm-hmm. okay that, that was my right. little rant so right. go ahead
1: Amen. All right, 2 Thessalonians uh, 1 and 4. So that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. So the Bible is encouraging us to just have patience. We can boast among ourselves in the churches of the patience that we have of the faith that we have, of the persecutions that happen to us. Because those are the things that will help our brothers and sisters to endure even. When we give that testimony, we can say, oh, God brought me through that. And then our brother and sister, when they get ready to go through it, they can say, oh, I believe God can bring me through it. Because God is not a God that he would bring me through and not bring you through. Amen?
0: Amen. Before we turn, there is uh, such a nugget in this. Oh, uh, I know. We didn't put it on the screen or anything, but if you have your Bibles, uh, you're at 2 uh, Thessalonians, that's uh, chapter 1, correct? Mm-hmm. And we read verse four. 4. And verse 5 reads, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that ye may be counted worthy mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God for which also ye suffer seeing it is at it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation that that recompense, recompense is a economic term It's like to, you know, pay something back. Mm -hmm. To them that trouble you. Let me read that verse again. Seeing that it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest. Mm -hmm. You hear that? And to you who are troubled, Rest. Amen. Entering into the rest. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I, I get excited when I when I see what God has done for us. He says, "And with you who are troubled, rest with us." When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels.
1: Amen.
0: And I could keep going on and on because it's good, but I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Do you if you remember some of my bible scholars in here the hebrews could not enter in to his rest because of what unbelief entering into his rest on the on the seventh day god rest from his works right that word rest, and see, oh, I'm not going to go down a rabbit trail on another Bible it's okay. study. Go right but, ahead. but that word rest means that it's already done. It's completed. If I was a lawyer and I said, I rest my case, means I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, all the so, Jesus, our champion, he said it is finished right amen. Yes, amen. and not only did he say it was finished he got up again amen. oh glory mm.
1: so so okay. so the work of patience if we really think about what he's saying the work of patience is already finished okay sometimes we have to allow it to manifest in our lives but it is already finished, right? It's already done. Anything, everything that Jesus hung on that cross for us for, it's already, it's already done. It's already done. So sometimes when we're when we feel like we're in trouble and we feel like you know we can't make it through this hard test and this hard trial that we're in, we have to say. God, I know you know that this test that I'm going through is already done. You know the end from the beginning. Yes. You see the end, finished work already. And so that's what God wants us to do. Sometimes is see that finished work, see that endings in end in sight. So that so that even it makes the trial easier to go through when we can see the end in sight. All right. Okay.
0: Ooh, All right. That will preach right there. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So our next one, we must endure the last days because we impact others. We impact others with our lives. We impact others with our words. We impact others with what we say, with what we do, our actions. I work with little people. Little people. Little, little people. First graders. And when you work with first graders, you have to have the mindset to say what you need to say to them 15 times each one of them and i have 25 so if i have to say the same thing 15 times to 25 students then you know that requires some kind of patience because i have to use this tone every single time it might get a little bit firmer around that 8 10 time but I still have to be kind to those little people all day. So we must endure the last days because we impact others. And I think of those little children as being saved one day and I want them to say that my first grade teacher loved me. You know, if they never, and I know they receive love from their parents, but I want them to be able to say that my first grade teacher loved me. And every day, everybody is telling me, I don't wanna go home. Like, you gotta go
0: home. I gotta go home.
1: <laughs> so, we are salt and we are light. Francis, what scripture is this? Oh my goodness, I did not put the scripture reference for this one on
0: here. Matthew. Uh, it, yes, it is Matthew.
1: I believe it is Matthew 21. Is it, Brother Carl? We are salt and light. Go ahead with this uh, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be trodden down and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light do they light a lamp and put it under a bush, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And that's the whole point of us making an impact on the world. If if we don't come up with the scriptures tonight, that can be your assignment. Y'all can find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I do give assignments, I'm a teacher, yeah. So, uh, we have to remember that we're salt, and what does salt do? Salt seasons. Salt makes things taste good. Salt makes things go down well. Salt makes it, salt salt just makes things a little bit better to, to, to deal with in life. You know, when you're eating some bland food, it is not good. Nobody wants bland food. So if we look at ourselves as the salt of the world, that we are the savor of the world, that we season the world, and we make things better for the world, then we can understand us being salt. And when we look at ourselves as being light, and we can go into darkness and dispel the darkness with the light of our lives, then we can see ourselves as being light. So that's how we have to view ourselves as salt and light. Chapter 5 13. Okay. Matthew? Matthew, 5, Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. Thank God for Brother Carl. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so 2 Corinthians 6, 14. But in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, and in distress. Now, as my husband spoke earlier, this whole whole chapter of Rome, the whole book of Romans is talking to people that have already surrendered to Christ. Okay? These people, all of us have and most of us, we've already surrendered to Christ. But those the those that have not surrendered, they can jump on board and surrender as well. So in this, we find that we are what? Ministers of God. So minister, ministers doesn't necessarily mean, you know, preaching from the pulpit or, or, or being, you know, anything great or anything like that. A minister is a servant, a servant, someone that is serving others, that is willing and, and able and glad to serve others. That's what a ministry is. And that's, that's all of our role in life is for us to serve one another. And how do we serve? We serve in patience. We serve in tribulation. We serve in needs. We meet needs for others. And even in distress. We serve in distress.
0: Okay. 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5. I got the cheats on this Bible. <laughs> now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. What does that mean? Into the patience of Christ. Christ endured For us. Even though he. Was fully God. And fully man at the same time. He endured. The hardness of the cross. For us. Because of love. Mm -hmm. Because he loved us so much. He was sent here on assignment. Just like each. And every one of us. We have an assignment. And our first assignment is to love. Mm -hmm. Love is not an emotion. It's not a feeling. Every one of us, we have an assignment. And our first assignment is to love. Mm -hmm. Love is not an emotion. It's not a feeling. It's an action. Mm -hmm. If you say, I love you, and we give that mental assent but there's no action behind it, it means nothing. God so loved the world that he gave, and he's calling on us to give of ourselves. Regardless of the obstacles, regardless of the tribulations or whatever that we would go through, we are to walk in love, not judgment, that's what I like about our church here at Pineview. We love you into a relationship with Christ. We don't judge you. We don't say you have to look a certain way. You have to speak a certain way. You have to come from a certain background. Because you know what? We all belong to God. Amen. And we love you. Our, our motto is uh, doing the great command. Go love. Not only do we love you when we go here, but we're effective in the community of going out and giving love. Because if you love them that love you, what reward is it in that? And that really comes to the, a point of, of a lesson that I've learned, you know, and we're not going to go off on a tangent on this, but you can love your brother even though you may not agree with him politically. Or, you know, socially. But it's the love of God mm-hmm. that causes us to look past all that temporary stuff that really doesn't mean anything. Right. And we can love one another. Mm-hmm. When, where there's love, there is peace. Where there's love, there is faith. And where there's faith, God is pleased. Amen. It's a gift from God.
1: I love what he said. um, Love is action. Love is an act of our will. When we decide, you have, you make a decision to love. You know, a long time ago, I decided that I would have a good day every single day. I just, I just decided. Every day I wake up, I said, Lord, I thank you for this day. I will have a good day today. And then go about However, no matter how hard the day gets, I just say, thank you, Lord, for the day. It's a good day. It's a good day because I'm still, I'm still above the grave. So it's a good day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. With patience, we have the ability to make what seems impossible becomes po- become possible. And, and this is one thing I know, through perseverance, You can make what seem impossible possible. Sometimes tasks are some tasks are a little bit harder than others, but that thing that seemed impossible, I can tell you, I'll share a testimony right here. I remember um, I wanted to install a faucet in my house. So I went on YouTube, I looked at the video probably 25 times, and then I got to it. It was, uh, it, was, it was tedious, it was very tedious, but I just went step by step by step by step, and I was able to install that faucet. And five years later, it's still working, no leaks, no nothing. And, and, and I attribute that to God just imploring patience in me and helping me to get through that. So with patience, we have the ability to make what seems impossible possible. And then finally I didn't put the scripture text. Okay. That's James. James, James. Yes. chapter 1. James chapter, chapter 1, yeah. verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, endurance, and perseverance. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect, mature, and complete, lacking nothing. So when we allow patients to have her perfect work, we don't have any needs. We don't have any lacks. We don't. We we are fully equipped, and we know that God that we are resting in God, and that every that uh, the trial that we're going through, the end has already been foreseen. God already knows the outcome, and so it's already done.
0: Amen. Amen. amen 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 and with that we are done amen amen thank you, jesus. father in the name of jesus we thank you for uh the being able to share with the people of god and those who are listening that they may be impacted by something that was said we know that your word won't return to you void but it will accomplish what you sent it to do and prosper in that thing lord So, Lord, we know that as we rely and lean and trust in you, that you'll bring it to pass. And in our patience, our love will be made perfect. So, Lord, we give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God.